For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey. Yes, and very good evening and welcome to our very first round ball game with uh, Dom and Dodsey. And a very exciting time it is too because we can finally talk the world game here in Adelaide because it's been a long time between drinks and joining me. In fact, I could see him right opposite me. Not a very nice sight, mind you, is former Adelaide United skipper Travis Dodd. Travis, nice of you to hang on to my coattails. Oh, oh I love it. It gets me, gets me places, as you can see, uh, in this beautiful, nice new studio. But talking about not liking what you see, we've got cameras in here. So you're in trouble now. Now I can see you. Are they really on, are they? Oh, get out of town. Really? So I've already that. had some feedback, Dom. You know, the, here we go. You've posted on, on Instagram. Yeah, and Facebook. Uh, yeah, and Facebook about a show, which is fantastic. We love the promotion. People are already asking how old that photo is of you on the Yeah, well, that, actually, promo. because my hair's more like uh, salt and pepper now, the George Clooney it's look I'm salt. going for. It's more salt. And not as nice as, is a bit more salt, is there? Yeah. That, hey, unle natural. It is salt. Anyway, we're yeah. here for a good reason, and uh, and thanks to uh, SEN. And we're going to thank our sponsors too, Flight Centre South Australia, uh, Flight Centre Best in the Air and Everywhere, and Hyundai, of course, and hurry, last chance to get Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Uh, and they've given us the opportunity to have this uh, round ball show on the SEN, and we're going to be here every uh, Wednesday, Trav, so don't be late, 5.30 to 6.30. We take calls as well. Brilliant. I only work across the road, so if I'm running late, well, I'm, I'm in a bit of strife, eh? <laughs> well, if you're, you've got no excuse, mate. <laughs> so if anybody would like to, we're going to bring up a lot of topics, of course. we got a few special guests. We're going to catch up uh, not too far away, uh, far away with uh, Adelaide United player Nikola Miliuznic. Of course, he scored that fantastic goal. You reckon, it, you reckon it's the goal of this season so far? Well, it'd be up there. Certainly. It was a fluke, uh, I reckon. It struck it well. I mean, I think even the coach said it was lucky. Um, yeah. I think it was his intention to put it there. We can certainly ask him. I am. I saw him after the game with your fr uh, friend, Angelo Costanza, and I said, mate, that was a cross. That wasn't a shot. And he said, oh, no, it was a shot. But every player says that. It was a shot cross. It was just a... Yeah, no, it was a good goal. I'll give it to him. It was. We'll, we'll find out a bit more about him. They're, they're, well, they lost their first game after... Winning four on the trot, and uh, well, I always thought it might be a bit of banana skin. Of course, we called that game on uh, on uh, Sunday night, and it was. And Wellington Phoenix were pretty good, though, weren't they? I thought they were outstanding, to be honest. Um, they they came out and they controlled the game really well, particularly through the midfield with their Mexican uh, midfielder Davia. Davia, he was, yeah, he was outstanding. He was uh, very tricky and and created a lot for Wellington Phoenix and Adelaide United, just not at the races. And uh, Verbeek did say that he wasn't happy with training that week and he just had that feeling that the mindset wasn't there for the A bit complacent, players. you reckon? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, well, definitely according to uh, Verbeek uh, and his thoughts post-game. So uh, maybe it's, you never like saying it, but the loss that they had to have to mm. maybe get them back on track and, and go on another mini run. Well, they hadn't beaten, Wellington hadn't beaten Adelaide in four years. Like 11 games, they had had a terrible record against Adelaide. Adelaide on a four-run winning run winning streak and then they lose, to, and Wellington were bottom. And I must admit, I thought that Wellington would finish bottom. But after watching them on Sunday night, I don't think they will. They're not bad. If they can string a few wins together, they are going to give a lot of teams some problems, especially in Wellington in New Zealand, the Windy City. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, with Ufuk Tale there as coach at, at the Phoenix. I, I had my doubts with the recruitment, uh, a lot of young local players, but Tale's had experience in that uh, national youth setup with uh, the Australian team, so knows really how to get the best out of these youngsters and time will tell. He's certainly got them playing some good football and you're right, it does lift them up, uh, off the, the bottom of the table and it is uh, very interesting to see 
Perth Glory. Yeah, uh, bottom. Sitting in bottom spot. But, but, one, but they're only like two points away from sixth, aren't they? So it's like that tight. And, and you want a nice tight league. Uh, but they they win a game, a couple of teams lose a game, and they're back in the six again, just like that. Well, it is, uh, and you're right. Uh, it adds to the the excitement and the thrill of the game. You don't want uh, teams running away with it at one end, and then you know, the the bottom two or three uh, decided yeah. with seven eight games to go. So. Well, that happens in the AFL. Doesn't halfway through the season, it's all over for the other half, and, and then they just playing for draft playing picks. for draft picks basically. Now we're not here just me and Dodsey to have a chat. We want you to get involved as well. Uh, we've got an open line number, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've got anything you'd like to uh, say about the World Game, about anything at all, in fact, you can text us on 0427154166. I won't give you the rest. Otherwise, not only will I confuse you, I'll confuse me as well. That's not hard. Also, later, uh, and we're going to do this every week if we can, we're going to talk to an Aussie overseas. And t- tonight, it's a guy that everyone here in Adelaide's familiar with. He got his start in the professional ranks, and you were there as well, Trav. And that is Matty Leckie now applying his trade in Germany, which is one of the... Really, we don't hear much about Matty because he's not playing in England. And let's face it, uh, the mainstream media, unless you're playing in England, they don't really talk about you. But this is one of the biggest leagues in the world, tough league as well. Absolutely. He's playing with Hertha Berlin. We're going to try and catch up with him if he can get out of bed. Matthew Leckie is also a socceroo. And, of course, the Socceroos, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, the draw for the Copper America 2020. How exciting is this for Australia to be playing against Lionel Messi? Uh, from Argentina, Chile, Paraguay, Bolivia, and Uruguay. How good wouldn't you like to be playing now? I would love to be playing now. Yes, yeah, and the game as well. Yeah, yeah especially after uh, being in having a real job for the last three years. Uh, I realised now how much I miss playing. But that's fantastic to to have that opportunity. Uh, and I've heard Graham Arnold speak about it, and you know, being able to mix it with the best and really the South American style of football. Um, and the mentality that they have over there uh, will be fantastic for, for the Socceroos to be able to pit themselves uh, against some really quality opposition. Oh, fantastic. And obviously will be televised. And people who uh, don't know much about the South America, I mean, they are quality sides. And for us to be pitted with these teams, it's going to be tough, oh, very tough. But to really test us because the World Cup, obviously, is in a couple of years away. You mentioned Graham Arnold. So what we'll do is might segue to, because he did have a press conference uh, this afternoon, and let's see what he said about the Copper America Games, which are coming up next year. Oh, look, absolutely, and that's what it's all about. It's, it's about testing ourselves at the highest level. And uh, just to be uh, invited into this tournament, the Copper America, and uh, to have this you know, possibility to play against these, uh, these calibre of teams is, is just going to hold the game in good stead for ourselves and uh, <clears throat> for the future. Yeah, just for even the Socceroos to be playing against Messi. I mean, uh, of course, he won the Ballon d'Or overnight uh, for the best player in the world yet again. How exciting would it be for people like Matty Leckie, who's going to be in the same pitch as the great man? Yeah, it is unbelievable. It reminds me, actually, of when uh, Adelaide United played in the Club World Cup and we almost had the opportunity to play against Manchester United when Cristiano oh. Ronaldo was there. And it's Did you miss a sitter that game? Because I was there that game. It was, I think you missed a sitter. No, I think I'd run the length of the, the pitch and I was knackered. And you were blowing it out there. your, you know yeah, what. Yeah. Blew a gasket. <laughs> you were. Blew a gasket, oh, yeah. I, I think actually that, that game against Gambo Osaka, I had probably two or three chances to, to get a goal and I cost us the opportunity. But... You know, it was did, pretty surreal, though, wasn't it, being crazy. there? crazy, yeah. yeah. To think that you've almost got that opportunity to be on the same park, yeah. and these guys are going to, and and let's face it, what a what an opportunity, yeah. really. That's fantastic. Well, I, I mean, I might have repeated this story before, but I remember being in the tunnel. We uh, was with Aurelio Vidma, who was the coach at the time, 
and we had just finished our press conference because Manchester United were playing after us when we yeah. and we couldn't get through in the players' race because the teams were lining up and there they were. Manchester Cristiano Ronaldo was playing with Manchester United and Aurelio and I were just looking at each other and thinking, "Wow!" Could oh, you reach out and touch him? Not quite. But I, I Would tr- you have? Most probably. probably. I mean, this yeah. guy here. I mean, everybody in the world knows who Cristiano Ronaldo is, but that's just how surreal it was and. Our guys, Adelaide United, were kind of in the same space as these sort of teams. So just just on that trip, um, and you you will probably remember this because there was a bit of an incident, actually. Um, we knew that we'd been, well, we're on the verge of being knocked out, I guess. And oh, when you went to the hotel? Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's <laughs> tell, a group of tell us. The, tell, no, no, groupies, you more like it because you guys yeah. were like groupies. Tell no, us absolutely. about it. Absolutely. I mean, look, we're, <laughs> it's one of the biggest clubs in the world and it's my it's the club that I follow Manchester United yeah, well, I can't so, stand them so Mark Birgitti who's now the keeper at uh, the uh, Mariners yeah, it's hard to keep up with where he is too yeah uh, more clubs than Tiger Woods <laughs> but he knew the goalkeeper coach at Manchester United and said yeah let's go and see him we'll be able to meet the players and, and that, so off we went down traipsed down to the hotel in, in Tokyo with our passes on our official passes on <laughs> went through all the wave of crowd and, and everything like that Beerers had to end up leaving a note for the for the coach. <laughs> We've jumped back in the the cab to the back to the hotel, and the the FIFA officials ended up uh, ringing Adelaide United yep. officials and dobbing us in. And you're in the bad books. Yeah, yeah. yeah you were uh, told off for that, weren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, well, um, I don't really care now because that was an almost an opportunity to meet Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, because yeah. we weren't going to play against him. Uh, I think Beerers actually got a photo of him as he was going past going to the, the toilet. No, nah, in the bus. Oh. He waved. Did he? Which is good. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, I mean, we do sound like, uh, you know, kids with, uh, you know, because we're groupies, but, you know, we're talking about at the time he was in the biggest players in the world, wasn't he? I mean, uh, yeah. the guy's just a, a, an absolute legend. Is. But if you want to uh, actually give us a call, uh, we do have Adelaide United game uh, passes to give away, by the way. They're playing again on Sunday, <coughs> which. Uh, three in a row. Three in a row, and you and I will be calling that game as well. So uh, if you'd like to win tickets, anything you'd like to tell us uh, or say to us about the world game, about any stories you have, 1300 736. 736 is our number. I want you to be the first caller on this show because we're here every Wednesday now. Just yeah. to remind you, Trav. Yeah, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, you could be the very caller. first caller on the round ball with Dom and Dodzy. That number again, 1300 736 736. So shortly, uh, we are, we'll catch up with uh, Nikola Miluznic and have a chat to him not only about the Wonder Goal, but about Adelaide United moving forward. Now, have we got another danger game for Adelaide? They play Newcastle on Sunday. Well, uh, because they're not bad. They yeah, won it'll last be, week. It could be a danger game, but I think the loss now will, will be the little motivator, the kick up the backside to get them back on the straight straight and narrow. I mean, you had a lot of players that didn't play well that night, and when you've got a number of your important players, McGree didn't play well, Toure came back into the side, and it's hard with Toure because he's so young, and already there is so much expectation of him. He's he's come and scored goals. Well, from the word go, everyone was saying he yeah. should be playing for the Socceroos. So like, give him a year to play first well, before you talk it. Socceroos. He, he played. Uh, he went away with the Olly Roos, scored for the Olly Roos, came back, sat on the bench, came off the bench, and then first game back. So maybe that that little trip away with the national team has disrupted his momentum as well. Mm. But it's uh, it is a tough one, certainly be great for the fans and for the players if they can get back on their winning ways. Well, you know, a couple of, and even you mentioned Riley McGree, he had a bit of a quiet one as well, and a lot's been mentioned about him, and he scored six goals in six games, but he did have a very quiet game. But obviously uh, the coach for Adelaide United coach at halftime must have seen something was not working as he made two changes at halftime. Doesn't happen very often, does it really? No, it isn't. Uh, and, you know, to bring on Blackwood and Opseth, two, two attacking players, um, it 
I guess that really signals that he's not happy with what he's getting up front. And, and certainly they didn't produce a lot, even in the second half. So look, it, it was one that hopefully they can just ride off into the background and, and you know, move on from there. The other thing that I found interesting from the game, because I was watching on TV, you were there calling, is the crowd. I thought the crowd was really poor. It was, very, it was very disappointing. Almost <clears> half, <throat> half of what the week before was. Well, where do they go? I mean, yeah, it was a pretty crappy night. It was raining. It was cold. It was winter. It seemed like it was the first day of summer, but it seemed like the first day of winter. Uh, Wellington Phoenix, uh, historically, don't drag a big crowd in. And I remember the days when I was there, we used to have to give a lot of passes away because it was Wellington Phoenix. But it ended up being a pretty good game, even though they lost. But you're right. Where did the crowd from the week before against Melbourne victory, where it was, what, 14,000 to 12,000? 12, well, how, how does that happen? How does it go down to half the following week? I just think that's it really goes to show that they're not the ingrained fans that, that come. They're the fans that come for potentially a one-off game because it is Melbourne victory. Don't forget, Melbourne victory would have brought along maybe a 1,000 fans. So, yeah. But where are those other 5,000, 5,000? There were a few Kiwis there, like there were about 20 of them. Well, they had to come from New Zealand, so, you know. Did they? Yeah, well, they could have been living in Adelaide, though. Well, or they could have been Adelaide people who follow New Zealand. Well, yeah, so hey? there's a couple of well, options, isn't could there? Could have been sheep, who knows. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you'd like to have a chat to uh, to us, the round ball game with Dom and Dodsey, and I think we have got our very, very first caller on the show, and it's Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm well, boys. How are you? Yeah, not bad, hey, uh, mate. Well, congratulations <laughs> for being our very first caller. Yeah, and congratulations to you to get a killer gig like this on SEN, best sporting radio station in Australia by far. Yep, well, let's see if we can uh, rise to your expectations, Joey, because you're a hard man to please by the sounds of things. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I just wanted to say, I just listened to the last bit of your conversation there. You know, with the crowd, it was really disappointing. I I mean, I watched it at home because the the weather was shocking. So, you know, you had a great day. Couple of, a week, couple of weeks ago when they uh, when they knocked off victory, and then to get a, a day like that on a Sunday, if I remember, you know, people were still at school, you know, it's a bit like football. Sunday games at twilight just don't don't capture anyone in the, in South Australia. Yeah. So so did, did you not go because of the weather or because of the time or you just don't like? I didn't Sunday. go because Tom. The honest truth was I didn't go because I forgot to get tickets, and by the time my son reminded me, it was too late. And then I figured because uh, it's coming up to Christmas and I'm a bit of a tight bum, I thought, you know what, I'll watch it on television. So that's the honest truth. Yep. Yeah. Well, Joe, do you, do you get to the games normally? Uh, no, I don't. It's just because I work it's, uh, different different times and what have you. I don't get there, but my son and I love watching the games, and uh and I, I must admit, it was about the first time I actually got... My son's only 14, so to get him actually in front of the television with his parents at the age of 14 is hard enough, <laughs> but the victory game brought him out. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Mind but, you, he was texting all minute. He was texting more than he was watching the game because that's what 14-year-olds do. I was going to so, say, yeah, they, they got the phone, like, uh, arrow-dited to their hands. They won't let go of it. Hey, uh, Joey, well done for being the first... Heart, mate. Yeah, I know. Well done for being the first caller. Now, you said you didn't get tickets last week. Well, you're going to get tickets for this week because we're going to give you a double to go and watch Adelaide United and Newcastle. You want to go? Oh, my, my word, my word. 
Okay, so you are so you are a bit of a tight ass. Well done. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Dom doesn't go either unless he's getting paid. Oh, uh, uh, look, look, he's calling the kettle <laughs> yeah, black actually, over there. I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Good on you, Joe. Thanks for giving us a call. Eight uh, one three hundred. Uh, 736-736 is our number. Now, we're going to take a short break, and, of course, we're here for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and also Hyundai. Hurry, last chance to get Hyundai's seven-year warranty, and right after the break, we're going to have a chat to Adelaide United's Nicola Miller-Uzenich. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, uh, welcome back, and don't forget if you'd like to have a chat to us, uh, we're here till six thirty tonight. One three hundred seven three six seven three six, and you can also text us on o four two seven one five four one double six. The round ball game with Dom, Dom and Dodsey, and it's your new home of sport. Of course, you can download the SEN app, appear it in your car, and listen live everywhere. Now, before we go to Nicola, their trip. Um, Trav, we uh, have a. <laughs> I say trip because I call you Tripper. Uh, we have a. Uh, we did have a text here. Uh, the crowd for the Wellington game is a simple explanation. If you go back historically, Sunday Twilight uh, games are just not in, which is most probably true. But historically, Wellington games don't draw the crowd. That either. was uh, Shane from Orson Lakes. You know uh, Shane, do you? No, no, no. I just read the okay. the board there. But uh, similar comments to to Joe. So maybe there, you know, there is something in that. Um, to be honest, it was cold and miserable and that was I, a shocker i had the option of sitting at home and watching it on and the lounge did. that's a dis- you're, the, you're the former captain of the club and you sat home on the lounge to watch the game that's an absolute chill. disgrace I, had a chill. I didn't want to get sick i didn't want to ruin my voice for tonight absolute disgrace i for can't tonight. believe you did that i don't have a scarf to wrap around my neck <laughs> i'd like to scarf to choke you around the neck uh but anyway they're gonna get used to it because well from the sublime to the ridiculous it was a cold one last sunday this sunday it's gonna be 37 degrees so are they gonna hello? They, they could be uh putting them back Putting kickoff back. No, they can't because hot. well, they can't because can. of the broadcast rights. No, they won't. They won't. Well, they do. And it's they have in the past. I don't care about Adelaide. You should know that. Yeah, that is true. I know, it's a little yeah. old Adelaide. Anyway, getting away from that, we're here for uh, Flight Centre South Australia, of course. Uh, Flight Centre best in the air and everywhere in Hyundai. Harry, last chance to get Hyundai seven year warranty. Now we're going to have a chat to a guy who possibly could have the goal of the year. I actually bumped into him with Angelo Costanza after the game, and I said to Nicola, I said that was a bloody cross. That wasn't a shot. But he insists it was. But before we have a chat to him, let's have a listen. This is how it panned out. Okay, did you hear that? You want me to emulate it? It's <laughs> yeah. a Nicola Mizzou. Oh, what a goal! There it is in the corner of the net. So it didn't work. You know, I did listen to you. Did listen to it was your a cracker goal. of a goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I still reckon it was a cross. But anyway, let's uh, have you have we got to go ready to go there, John? Okay, because I'm, I'm sure Nicola would like <laughs> to. Went to Adelaide, Manton Street side, quickly taken, the attacking half. That's a Teresi, brings it back inside. A volley there, not a bad strike, what a strike. Unbelievable, that was Meliusnitz. I told you. With his <laughs> left foot, first touch, volley, bang, corner. The keeper didn't even see it. That just came out of nothing. And you're right, Jock, you said Meliusnitz. And it was a scorer. freaky goal too. Unbelievable. Adelaide have taken the lead. There you go. So it was a, it was a terrific strike. And just before we go to Nicola, actually before the game, the reason I said he was right is because he said that he would be the first guy to score the goal in that game. And he, I don't know what the odds were. But anyway, let's go to the goal scorer as we welcome Adelaide United player Nicola Miller-Uznich. Nicola, uh, welcome to our program. It's the round ball with Dom and Dodsey, and you're our first guest. Congratulations, mate. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to give you two <laughs> tickets to go Thanks. to the game on Sunday. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, Nicola, let's talk about that goal because it was a fantastic. I did say to you after the game that it was a cross. I was saying it tongue-in-cheek, but it was deliberate, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's it definitely deliberate. Um, you know, in those sort of situations, you got a bit of pressure on you, and you just you just rely on your instincts, and that's what I did. And ended up shooting and went in. And uh, but yeah, no, if it was a cross, um, probably still would have been a goal because I had Georgie Blackwood uh, lurking in the in the back seat there anyway. So. Yeah, so he's probably happy that you did uh, score. Otherwise, he would have given you a mouthful. Now you've been <laughs> yeah, copping a bit of grief. There's there's a little bit of commentary going around about the goal celebrations. Like what's going? What was going on? Yeah, that right. celebration? Yeah, what was like, that? Looked like it was a warm up. <laughs> it was a sprinting warm up. We did that for our sprint warm ups um, during the week and um, recently. I don't know. I think when I was going to Central Coast, I did the did a dropping celebration. And that's because uh, young Jordan Elsie's been giving me celebrations, and every time I've done them, you know, I've scored goals. So, look, I've got to keep it going. And this week, it was, it was what I did, which was really weird, but that's you, what it was. And hopefully, next week gives me a better one. Do you guys practice goal <laughs> celebrations at training? I mean, you got anything else on, better Tom. to do, or what? No, <laughs> we don't practice celebrations now. But you know, I guess we got a bit of a laugh. Travis Houston. No, I did it. Yeah, I did it in the mirror though at home. I yeah. didn't do it at training. It was, uh, it was behind closed doors just to make sure I was getting the technique right. So has Jordan given you a celebration for this week? You can keep it. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. But the secret, he hasn't gave me one yet, but the secret is you can only give it to me. If it's around other people, it doesn't work. Well, so far, mate, it's, it. Yeah, well, so far it is the goal of the year, and we'll see how the rest of the season pans out. Now, the goal was great, but the the result would have been very, very disappointing because everybody would have thought that would have been a lay-down Mazir. They're the bottom side. You'll, you'll easily beat them. They haven't beaten you in four years. What happened? Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what you usually think when you look at the, the separation between teams before the game, but I think in this league, every game would be tough, and, and when you're going on a winning streak, you're sort of expected to win, I guess, and... We knew we had, we knew what we had to do. Like we just, you know, we missed a few bits and pieces that we could have, could have put together better on the day. And I mean, credit to Wellington, they they had a good game plan and they played well. And um, but yeah, no, I was extremely disappointed. I mean, I think we were quite lucky to get that goal. And then when we did, I thought you know it may have lifted us a bit, but it didn't. And then they scored those two. And yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, it was it was very disappointing. What did you? make of uh, Verbeek's comments post-match about the mindset potentially not being where it should be and that training during the week wasn't where, where it should have been as well in terms of intensity and those kinds of things. Is that something that, that you picked up on during the week as well and, and maybe you had that feeling that you know, something's it's just not right here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, training wasn't up to standard during the week. Uh, I guess that sort of translated in the game, you could say, but... I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's. I mean, it's a game. Anyone can win. Um, what you do at training and and what you bring to the park is completely different. I mean, they say you, you play the way you train, but it's hard. It's hard to look at it that way, especially when there's all different situations that happen in the game. And I mean, I guess the comments were probably fair, but um, yeah, no, we had, we had a look at it and we all discussed it as a group and we found out solutions how to how to stop the goals happening that happened on the weekend and then we'll probably work on it more tomorrow. So So yeah. Nicola Nicola, just talking about stopping goals and stopping them from happening again, one thing that has been a controversy for quite some time now is the VAR and conceding that penalty through a VAR decision. Uh how frustrating is it as a player just not knowing what's going to happen, what's going to be the outcome, you know, especially with that stuff inside the box with handballs because some of the calls that I've certainly seen this year, uh, they beg a belief on, on how they're being given <laughs> penalties. But, you know, what are, what's the input that you're getting from referees even out on the pitch? Are they, do they talk to you about the decisions they're making? 
I mean, yeah, I guess if you do ask, they'll give you an explanation. But in terms of those, those difficult decisions that they have to make, I mean, I think the VAR is, is, is an excellent excellent tool to have. But sometimes, pro, so you're um, pro-VAR? Well, look, I'm, I'm all for it. But sometimes when you go look at it on the VAR, it's, it's, I don't know, it becomes very... Um, Grey. So you touch and go, <laughs> yeah. So it's touching... On the, when you're looking at the VAR slow motion, like if you touch him... And it could be the slightest touch, it's going to be a pen. Yeah. But whether as, whereas probably back in the day when we didn't have the VAR, you know, you'd get away with things like that that you wouldn't get away with usually. Yeah. But in terms of saying if you were going, if you were the guy getting tapped or going down, you'd expect a pen and I'm sure it'd be, you'd be happy about it as well. So Exactly. And, you know, Nicola, once you touch somebody like that, it is definitely going to be a free kick, especially in the penalty area. So you're looking for trouble. Uh, let, let's, for people that don't know a lot about you, tell us a bit. I mean, you're a local guy. You, you've played in the local leagues here. And then all of a sudden you, you know, popped up with Adelaide United. And, uh, well, you're most probably one of the crowd favourites. Tell us a bit about how it all got to that in a nutshell. Uh, so, yeah, in a nutshell, I was uh, playing NPL. I went through all the, the state systems in, as a junior, but... Then uh, I went to I was at White City and then I was in the youth team for about three years, and then I got released and went back to White City and then to Adelaide City and then had a really good season under Damien Murray at Adelaide City and then Glenmore and Adelaide United picked me up in 2016-17 season and then it's yeah I've just been at Adelaide United and really enjoying it at the moment and especially when I'm scoring goals and and, and assisting and, and and when the team's doing well. So did you used to watch Travis play for Adelaide United, be honest, and did you like him as a player? Do you think he was just an old hack? Yeah, I've seen him a few games, but mostly Metro Stars, mate, when I played against him. Metro Stars, oh, kicking God. He was yeah. an angry running man. Around, running, was, around, yeah. mate, running around kicking kids. Yeah, oh, and believe me, that did happen a bit to I believe yeah. it. You're yeah, an angry I man. To. I wasn't going to catch him, that's for sure. That well, is for sure. Well, especially uh, with his well. pace anyway, because he's pretty quick. Maybe back then. Hey, Nicola... Uh, the start to your season's been uh, quite fruitful. You've had uh, three goals and an assist uh, in the seven matches. Are you happy with where you're at and and how you're tracking, you know, as a player, uh, getting more games under your belt year after year? And uh, where do you think you can go? Yeah, for sure, definitely happy with um, how I've been playing. I mean, there's always uh, room for improvement. I mean, uh, yeah. So I think the main thing for me is um, how long I can play for. I mean. When was it on Sunday? Was it, I don't know when. I can't remember the last time I played a full ninety minutes in a game and without cramping. So that was a person on a personal level was really positive for myself. And yeah, I was very happy with the outcome of not cramping up after ninety minutes. But <laughs> as a winger, scoring goals and assisting um, my teammates is, 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 is my job. And the more I do that, I guess the better the job I'm doing. So I know that feeling yeah. well, Nicola, uh, about getting through ninety minutes. Um, it was you didn't do that, it very that, often either, did yeah, you? Yeah, really? I didn't. No, to be honest, I, uh, I got subbed uh, quite a bit, uh, which is frustrating. That's for sure. Does uh, I guess does your start of the season come down to partly as well to to the coach to Verbeek? Does he instill that confidence in you to go out and and just be free when you go out and play? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we're he gives us freedom in the front third. I mean, building up, we have our structure and. And things we want to try and do, and try and like try and expose or get the ball to to positions that we need to need to to, to proceed forward. But once we get into that final third, he gives us the license to, to do whatever. And I mean, if you if you do if you, if you try and go for a dribble and you score, you know everyone oh, no one's going to say anything. So I mean, that sort of gives you that belief, and especially the players around you. I mean, everyone's for each other, and if you make a mistake, no one's no one's kicking a fart, kicking up a fart. Everyone's trying to work hard to get the ball together and work for each other, which is excellent to have in a team, especially when, when 
when you're winning games, and and that's I guess that's that's why you win games and, and go on these winning streaks. Uh, Nicola, just in closing, uh, another game at home, three in a row now against Newcastle. Uh, what has been spoken about this week's game, and uh, maybe not to be so complacent as you were last week against Wellington. Yeah, I mean, going into the three three home games in a row, we knew it was a, a great chance to pick up points. And we were expecting to win all three games. Um, we were preparing for that, and unfortunately, we haven't. We've lost one, but we're going to, to Newcastle. Uh, we played them recently. I, th- I think maybe a few weeks ago we played them away, and uh, we ended up winning. But they're always a tough team to play. They the fullbacks like to get forward, and it's going like you said, it's going to be an extremely hot day. So it'll be um, yeah, we'll get quite sweaty and warm, but. Yeah, we'll look to, to, to improve on last week and, and hopefully get the win. All right, well, good luck on uh, Sunday there, Nicola. Now, before I let you go, uh, pronounce your last name, please. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Milosnich. Did I pronounce it right, introducing you? No. Yes, I did. Look, with, my last name, with my last name, there's a, um, a percentage that, if you say it in the, in the, right, in the right bracket, it's, it's fine. So uh-huh. you guys are doing it fine. So Milosnich is okay? <laughs> no, that's, it's Milosnich. Yeah. Milosnich? <laughs> just, what did you oh, say? Shut up. Who's asking you? Are we actually listening just to him because you've got four letters in your name. <laughs> uh, just because no yeah. one really cares. Two yeah, just two letters to remember. Anyway, uh, Nicola Milosnich. Milosnich. Far out. Listen, mate, good luck on Sunday. And thanks for being our first guest on the the round ball Two double passes for Nicola. Yeah, do you want a couple of tickets to go to the game? I know you scam them from the club anyway, don't you? <laughs> yeah, just mate. Yeah, I get it. I get a few. I get a few. Hey, good luck thanks, on Sunday, good mate. Good luck, mate. Thanks, 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 for, thanks for joining thanks for us. Me again. There you go. So, Nicola Milausnich. Milausnich, yeah. Miller. See, he's changed it again. No. Yes, you have. Anyway, Dodd. Um, we're going to take a short break. Uh, of course, we're on air thanks to Flight Center South Australia. Flight Center, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai, hurry, last chance to get Hyundai's seven-year warranty. And our number here to have a chat to us before we leave, uh, we've got another about 27 minutes to go. We're going to catch up with Matthew Lecky shortly too in Germany. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Or you can text us on 0427 154 166. We'll be back right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven year warranty. Absolutely. You can give us a call at any time on 1300 736 736 or you can text us on 0427 154 166. Uh, Dom Renato and uh, Dodsey here. Uh, Trav, we did get another text. Alex in Sydney, uh, he said, I've got a comment about the VAR. The penalty given on Blackwood was an absolute joke. They now interpret the rules to reward players for going down in the box at the slightest touch. But you know, the thing is, unless a player goes down nowadays, he doesn't get a free kick. Well, yeah. He's exactly, got, you've exactly got to go right. down. But, okay, so that it was very soft, that penalty. And my thought was when, when we had Nicola on the line before is corners. Corners, you've got hands going everywhere. Yeah. So if players just holding, start, kissing, everything. If players start going down, there's going to be penalties galore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, but he does make a good point. But uh, I've just noticed, and we'll ask our next guest the same question eventually. Uh, you know, if you don't go down when someone touches you or whatever, they normally let you play on because there was the V actually did tro- a couple times, couple of times didn't yeah. go down. I reckon if he did, he would have got a In penalty. Box, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but anyway. Uh, we are going to try and get a, an Aussie from overseas every week if we can, and uh, this week is a special friend of ours. We've got to say that. You played with him, uh, Trav. I, I worked with him as well, and he's a top guy, and he's doing so well in uh, Germany, one of the biggest leagues in the world, world in the Bundesliga. Uh, he plies his trade for Hertha Berlin, and I'm talking about uh, Socceroo, uh, Matthew Leckie. Uh, Matty, it's always good to talk to you, mate, and thanks for being our first overseas guest. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, guys. Pleasure to be here. Mate, it's a pleasure to have you. So, firstly, I've got to ask you, I know that you're injured. Uh, what's up with the injury? Because I haven't seen you, haven't played for the last few weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I just hyperextended my knee and, um, yeah, with the impact, it sort of uh, strengthened behind my knee. So, it's not, a, it's not a long injury. It should be only a couple more weeks. But, uh, yeah, just trying to get it right. Alex, hey uh, just looking at the table, uh, you're struggling in the in the rele- relegation zone. Mm. What's uh, what's the mood like in the club? And and I guess is it like is it like we see in the EPL where where coaches you know, they they come under fire and uh, on the verge of being sacked uh, after such a short time frame? Yeah, for sure. Um, we've already lost the coach this season, so yeah, we obviously didn't start too well this year. Um, yeah, and we're sort of yeah the confidence is down with the group. Obviously, I haven't played much of a part this season, um, but yeah, we've got a new coach in now, and he's uh, you know I'm sure you know him, Jurgen Klinsmann. So hopefully, he can turn around <laughs> and, around a bit. and yeah. make things good again. So yeah, um, I mean it's good to have him here now, and obviously with the old coach, you know he was a, I thought he was a good coach and you know also a good guy, but it just sometimes in football it doesn't flow, and they have to make a change. Lex, having someone like Klinsman come in, uh, I, I know I definitely watched him when I was growing up. Did you did you watch him play you know, when when you were coming up as a as a young footballer? And what's it like having him as a mentor? Does he does he give you that that striker's instinct, I guess, and uh, for the for the players and for the group? Yeah, um, to say I, I have to be honest and say I didn't see my maybe a little bit too young at that stage but um yeah it's good you know I think you know seeing him come in and I haven't been around too much because obviously I've had my injury but you can already see you know he's got a you know a good sort of you know he brings in a good atmosphere and the boys respect him and um yeah although we didn't get a good result on the weekend uh you know the effort was there and the boys really um you know I guess when you have someone so big come in and you know he's uh you know, he's got that power. I think it shows that the boys are really giving everything because they know that, uh, you know, if you don't if you don't work hard uh, for him, you know, that you could lose your spot very quickly. So, um, I think it's a it's a really good thing. There's a lot of things that have changed since he's come in, and it seems to be a lot more you know, professional. The boys have told me that they've been training a lot harder as well. So, I think uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, once he's had us, um, you know, we can get out his tactics down pat. Um, you know, things should flow right. Yeah, he's certainly a big personality. He's been there, done that, and he's also played for Tottenham Hotspur, so he is a, a top bloke because that's my <laughs> side. Uh, Lex, have, have you done what Travis normally does when a new coach comes in? Have you crawled up his bum? <laughs> you know, to be fair, because I've been injured, I've barely even spoken to him. But, uh, you know, I've had a brief conversation and, you know, he seems very, uh, very chilled and very nice guy. So um, hopefully it's, you know, we can... Turn things around, and he can stick around for a while, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, enjoy the next couple of years. Hey, Lex, um, rumours rumours going around that you may have played a part in the demise of your coach because uh, a little bit of a preseason Who tour. Told you that? Yeah, preseason tour. He's making the coach. Don't uh, throw him under the bus. He's making the coach walk around on the pitch for his wedding ring instead of coaching tactics. <laughs> Did you ever find the ring? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The ring wasn't found, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> so so the, the, the wife, uh, Laura, was she unhappy about that? And just on the back of that, uh, how how's the, the new arrival yeah, he's going? He's dad uh, now, isn't he? Yeah, Twice, for the second time. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, to be fair, I expected Laura to be a lot more angry than what she was, so that was, uh, you know, pretty surprising. She, she took it pretty well. Obviously, she knew I didn't do it on purpose. And, um, <laughs> or did you? Yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> um, did you buy another one? Oh, yes. Buy her another one. Yeah. Yeah. His wedding oh, so did she buy you another one? Sorry. Uh, we're not, I haven't got around to it. I'm uh, <laughs> too lazy. To be fair. Too lazy. <laughs> but um, it will happen at some point. But you know, for for you know, travel now as well as football, having a ring, it's a you know, it's a hassle. Come bringing it on and off for games, training. So I'm not in a rush. But um, yeah, I'll definitely get one soon enough. Uh, I know the feeling. The little one, yeah, he's good. You know. What are the yeah, what are the what are the kids' names, uh, Lex? Dominic? Olivia's the, my little girl. She's over two. <laughs> Dominic. And uh, the little baby that's come now is Henry. Oh, beautiful. Terrific. What's, how's life in Germany, by the way? I mean, you're a Melbourne boy. Spent a few years. Of course, you got your start in professional league here in Adelaide. What's Germany like as a country and even the league? It's one of the big leagues in the world, obviously. What's it all, what's it all like? Yeah, it's very good. I mean, you know, when you go overseas, you don't know what to expect, especially for you know a country that you've never been to, and it's very organised. Um, you know, it's it's got everything. So I mean, Germany's uh, good. You know, living in Berlin now, also uh, it's very international. So a lot of people, you know, you go into restaurants and stuff, and the waiters can't can barely even speak German. They're all speaking English. And um, you know, I've been here for a long time now, and uh, I have to say. I've really enjoyed it, and uh, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really good journey over here. And but times get tough at this time of the year. It's getting cold, and uh, you know the sky's always grey, so it can be depressing at times. But uh, you know, training every day and playing uh, keeps your mind away from those things. Have you learned how to speak German? Yeah, just over the years of being here, I've learned. I mean, I'm not fluent and. But if I have to speak some, to someone in German, I can get my point across. And I'm sure they can understand me with a bit of broken English. Yeah, I'm sure you learned uh, the word money German in German, that. haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Lex, uh, Socceroos, uh, the announcement for the Copper America was yeah. today. You, uh, you may just be waking up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the, the groupings for the Socceroos? Yeah, I had a look yesterday. It was on the I saw it on the Instagram where there was a question mark of where it would it would end up. Um, I mean, if you look at both groups, whether you doesn't matter which side you're on, uh, this is big, big teams, and it's going to be uh, definitely tough, um, regardless of which group we're in. Um, but yeah, uh, I saw if what I can remember. We have Argentina, Chile, and a few others that I can't really remember who they were, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good experience for the boys. I mean, it will be tough being over in South America as well, um, but it's also a good, uh, you know, good, good chance to see where we're at as well. Um, I think since Arnie's taken over, we haven't really played against too many powerhouses. Uh, we've played mostly Asian Asian uh, nations, so it'd be good to see where we're at um, because obviously with, since Arnie's been there and. You know, with the qualifiers and most friendly games that we've played, uh, you know, I think we've done really well. So I think playing against big, big, uh, big uh, national teams like the South American ones, uh, it'll be a good uh, chance to, you know, really see see where we're at.
Yeah, no, that, that's an exciting tournament, Lex. Uh, of course, you've got Argentina, uh, Chile, Paraguay, Bolivia and Uruguay, and that'll really put you to the test. Just in closing, Lex, because I know you're going to go to training, um, what's, what is your future moving forward? How many years do you see yourself overseas and uh, are you planning to come back to Australia eventually? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, look, I think, uh, you know, I've still got two years here, obviously this year and, and the season after. So, I mean, you never know with football. Uh, you never know if you see out your contract or if uh, you know, another one comes up. Um, so, yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much, but I'm pretty open, open-minded of, um, you know, where I'll go. Um, I'd love to, you know, have a year in England, but it would have to be the right move. It wouldn't be just to, you know, say I've played in England. Um um, and if nothing comes up there, and um, obviously see what's what's going on over here in Germany as well again. All right. All right. And to answer the question about uh, come back to Australia, yeah, I'd like to play a couple of seasons uh, in in Australia at some point. Hmm. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one. We'll keep in touch with you as well. Hey, Lex, uh, good to catch up with you, mate. Uh, hopefully, you'll get back on the park uh, sooner rather than later. And thanks for being our first overseas guest on the round ball with the Dom and your mate over here. What's your name? A Dodzy. Yeah, thanks, boys. It was a pleasure. I bet you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> Cheers, Lex. <laughs> go, go and take it out on the coach now. Hey, good on you, Lex. Have a good one, buddy. Uh, there you go. Matthew Leckie, who's how good is he before we go to the break? How good has he done for We we'll still remember the day he arrived in Adelaide, wet behind the ears, came from a second division team in Victoria, and woof, have a look at him now. He has done so well for himself, and it is brilliant because, like you said, uh, pre him coming on the, the, the show, he's cut, he's gone to a really hard league, and he's stuck it out, and he's been there for, what, seven years? Yes. Would he been seven well, he was with Instead uh, Glatt before that. I think that's in how Germany. You, yeah, in, in Germany. Germany. So, uh, yeah, he has, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant work, and well done to him. Yeah, so good on you, Matthew Leckie, our special guest. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Don't forget, you can call us on 1300 736 736, and you can text us on 0427 154 You're listening to The Round Ball Game with Dom and Dodzy. On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, sir, welcome back. It's amazing how an hour goes so quickly. Uh, Dom Ronaldo and, of course, Travis Dodd here. And we've got to say that uh, Matthew Leckie, Aussies Abroad, was thanks to Flight Centre South Australia. Now, Travo, Dodsey, we're going to go through some tips. We're going to keep a tally. And at the end of the uh, season, uh, the loser of these tips will buy dinner at a very, very expensive restaurant, unless I lose. Then that's a different ball game because I make the bloody rules here. Anyway, Dom and uh, Dom and Dummer's tips. This has been our producers. Dom and Dummer. Yeah, Dom you, and Dummer. Dom and Dummer. That you must be Dummer because I'm Dom. I uh, thought Tom Rem was coming in. Uh, no, oh well, no, that's another story altogether. Uh, we'll go through them. The A League, of course, kicks off this Friday night. Uh, Trav, uh, Melbourne City up against Perth Glory. Your mate um, Scott Jamison with Melbourne City, yeah. the skipper. Yep. What do you reckon? Uh, pains me to say it, but uh, Melbourne <laughs> City. And uh, Benny, Benny, Benny's gone for Melbourne City as well. Yeah, I'm going to go for Melbourne City. I'm not quite sure what's wrong with Perth because they've got a terrific side, but uh, they are playing at Amy Park. So, yep, we've all gone for Melbourne City. I've gone for Melbourne as well. Uh, Saturday, there's a couple of games on. Wellington Phoenix, they'll be pretty high after that win here in Adelaide last week, up against the Western Sydney Wanderers, who yeah. lost two on the trot. Yeah, then the Knicks at home. Uh, yeah, I saw enough to, to back him this week. So I'm going Wellington. Western Sydney can't take a trick at the moment. Uh, and Babel... Love seeing Babel going off in the post-match. Babel's the coach, by the way, for Western the, Sydney. The conferences, uh, post-match conferences. Benny's gone Western Sydney. Okay, he's gone Western Sydney. I'm going to go for a draw. There you oh. go. Okay, because Someone's just to get yeah, it. mix it up a little bit. 
Sydney FC, who are the reigning champions, and really they look like they're going to win it as well again at this stage of the season. Up against Brisbane Raw, Robbie Fowler's team. Yeah, Bling FC for both men and Benny. Yeah, and Dommy as well, so I'm going for Sydney FC. Sunday, there's two matches. Western United, the new franchise this season, against Melbourne Victory, so a Melbourne derby, if you like. Wow, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Western United, well, they lost two or three in a row. Now yeah. three in a row, isn't GM, it? GMHBA Stadium as well. Not a fan of that place. Yeah, shocker. Um, That's uh, Geelong. We'll talk about that ground, another night. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I'm going to go Western Sydney. Bounce back. Um, Benny's taking a draw. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Benny's uh, pretty astute there. I'm going to go, tell you what, I'm going to go Melbourne victory. There you go, Melbourne victory to mix it up again. And, of course, finally, Adelaide United up against the Melbourne Jets. Uh, Adelaide going down last Sunday. Uh, to Wellington, can they make amends this Sunday at Coopers? What's your tip here? Uh, I've tipped a draw. Oh, um, hello. Yep. Hello. Draw. Jets will come back and um, get a result. Uh, Benny's gone with Adelaide United. I'm going for Adelaide United as well. And we'll be Good calling that guys. game as well, by Good the way. We'll be on yes. air from uh, 5 o'clock. That's Adelaide United up against the Jets. Very quickly now, we've got a minute left. Southampton, Norwich in the Premier League. That's tomorrow morning. There's a round of matches. I'll take Southampton and her at home and Benny's gone draw. I'm going Southampton. Manchester United, your mob uh, up against my mob, Tottenham. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you this time. Tottenham and Benny's taking a draw. I'm going Tottenham. Chelsea, Aston Villa. Chelsea for both of us. Me too. Leicester, Watford. I think it'll How be good are Leicester doing, aren't they? Leicester, doing very well. Leicester for all three of us, I reckon. Yep. Uh, Wolves. Uh, yes, me too. Wolves up against West Ham. Yep. Uh, Wolves uh, for the three of us. Uh, hang on. You don't speak on my behalf. I'm going to go did. for Wolves. And the uh, the Merseyside, Liverpool and Everton. And uh, Liverpool all round. Yeah, Liverpool as well. They're travelling nicely. And we're going to chuck one in the Serie A match of the round into Milan and Roma. I'll watch this. I've been watching the Serie A a lot. Yep. And Not, so I'm going to go into Milan. Me too, into Milan as well. Okay, that's uh, our show for tonight. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Flight Centre, South Australia and Hyundai. We'll be back on deck again next Wednesday at 5.30.